Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode in her space. If I would have got mad at her and then would have had an attitude and then would have like wanted to work with a different coach, that would have been more like my shit. You know what I mean? Like she yep. was clear on her boundary, but like if I would have had an attitude and wanted to be stinking, it's like, yo, I got to check myself. Like why? So if someone makes you feel bad for you saying no and setting a boundary, you really have to question that relationship. You know what I mean? Welcome to Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Do you know how to say no? Of course you do. But why is it so hard for us to say no when it really matters? Maybe not all of us, but most of us, I would definitely say. No. 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 When we were children, we would scream it from the mountaintops. Remember those days? No! Seriously, that's exactly what we would do, right? As teenagers, we were quickly to shoot a no at our parents when they were doing something embarrassing or old-fashioned, right? But seemingly as adults, the word has lost its meaning for some of us, right? It's gone bland on our tongues. Instead of no, we find ourselves sighing a Yes, even when we don't want to do it and we want to do the exact opposite. How did we get here? I don't know, girl. I I, I don't even know. Like, how do we take our power back? How do we do it? I think there's a lot of ways that we can do it. But I think what would help most of us really is to, to hear how other people have done it and what has been the end result. Because I think about like times when I've told someone or told myself to try something and I have no idea what the outcome's gonna be, that can be pretty scary. Especially when we're trying to change a behavior. Oftentimes it's a lot easier for us to feel motivated to change a behavior if we can kind of have some clue about what the outcome will be. What stories do you have for us today? Because I know, I know, <laughs> you know you I have some stories. good stories. You, you always got I, the story. You know I got a story for everything. Um, well, I was just thinking like, well, first, I think this episode is going to be for a particular person. Usually, I know for me personally, I struggle with no a lot. And I, I definitely, I'm looking forward to this episode because I want us to have a real authentic conversation. And for anyone that's timid and that struggled with trying to appease people, which is me all the way. Me too. There we go. You and I, Dom, this is going to be a really good episode for you. So stay tuned. But first, Dom is going to take us into our quote of the day. 
All right, so today's quote comes from Brene Brown. She's written several books about self-improvement, about learning to love ourselves, learning to engage with others in a healthier way. And so this quote says, daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others. That last part for me, even when we risk disappointing others. So you already know what's coming next. What does that mean to you, Don? What does that quote mean to you? That quote really, especially that last part, says that it's like giving me the courage, giving me the like the empowerment to say, I can say no and I don't have to worry about how other people are going to react, that I have to focus on doing what's helpful for myself, what's showing myself love, even if that means the other person may be upset by it or they may not like it. But the more important piece is to show myself love. And that means saying no. And when I hear you say that, and when, when you just read that quote, it made me think about the fact that setting boundaries and saying no is literally an act of self-care. Because when you think about it, and I know that it's funny that we're talking about this because I feel like I'm low-key preaching to myself. So we may be saying things as though we're experts, but it's like we're still on the journey as well. Like we're still working on this in our daily life. And when I hear that, it makes me think, would I... Do I want to say no to someone or do I want to say yes to something I don't really want to do to appease someone else just to disappoint myself so I can't sleep at night? Or do I want to be honest, be true to myself, say no, make sure that I can sleep well at night? And if that person has a problem with it, I mean, they can probably ask someone else. You know what I mean? Like I shouldn't have to compromise my sanity, my time, my energy, my boundaries to appease someone else when I really don't want to do it. And most of the time, the other person isn't going to be upset. And if they are, then that may be a sign that they might not value our relationship in the same way that we do. Mm. So how about, let's talk about a few instances in our lives as women when we would be presented with an opportunity to say no. If we could just think of a few, like... Oh, I know one right off top. What, what? Off top. What comes up for me, and I know that I've experienced this, and lots of other women have experienced this too, where we're asked to do something socially, right? And we don't really want to go. And either... We make excuses and like lie about why we can't go mm-hmm. or we go and we feel miserable the entire time. Dread every minute. Like, yes. Why did I say yes to this? Why did I do that? Yes. And see, here's my thing. Like, and I know we're going to dive into a few other like situations like that, but I feel like you don't have, like if you say no, you don't have to say no every single time. Like it's okay to compromise. There are some times when I do things that I may not necessarily want to do just because I know that it could be beneficial. Like I've gone to networking events 
and I'm like, I really don't want to go, but I might want to support a friend, right? But if you really, I think we're talking about situations where you really can't go or you really just don't want to at all. And it's just like, I just don't want to. I don't have, it's been a stressful week. I'm tired, like whatever it is, I don't want to go and I don't want to feel guilty about not saying it. And I think about something as simple as you being in the checkout and them asking, hey, do you want to donate a dollar to this charity? I say no all the time because- All the time. I mean, first of all, I do other, I have other charitable, you know, donations and outlets in my life where I'm able to give and I know exactly where the money's going, just saying. Um, but also that's a good way to practice, right? Right. Like, no, thank you. It's that's easy to say. practice on like the small things. Mm-hmm. So taking baby steps when you are trying to get in the habit of learning to say no. So for instance, if we go back to like our example of mm-hmm. Your girlfriend calls you. It's Wednesday, right? Homegirl is like, this weekend. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And she's like so excited. And she's like, oh, this weekend, like, there's this brunch. And it's from like 12 to 3 o'clock. I've been dying to check this place out. You don't really want to go. For whatever, whatever the reason may be. Normally... You're down for a brunch, right? Who's not down for bottomless mimosas, right? (laughs) But this weekend, you really don't want to go. How can we say no? Because hitting her with, well, I got the gym and laundry and whatever other excuses we can come up with might not fit it'll it might get you out of the event Mm -hmm. but it doesn't feel authentic Mm. so how do we just say no that is the question (laughs) that is the question we're going to dive into because i know for me i've had family situations in particular whether it's like family wants me to do a favor they want to know if I can like come to an event or like lately, because I guess friends be thinking I'm like Liddy on social media. I had a few friends like, oh, can you share this post for me? One of my cousins, can you share my music with uh, with your followers? And I'm like, no, don't make me laugh with your facial expression. No, I was not trying to laugh. No, the reason, why you make me laugh, dog? <laughs> y'all, if y'all could see us right now. Yes, like because y'all made me laugh, y'all. No, I don't. And here's the thing. I don't think I'm like, I'm not nobody special. I'm just out here doing the best I can. But I think when people perceive you to be a certain way, sometimes like, oh, you have more followers than me. Can you share this music? And right. it's like, I had to break it down to my little cousin, like, cuz I support you. I think it's great. Keep doing your thing. But that's just not appropriate. Right. Like, it's not appropriate. Like, my followers are not your target market. So I gave him resources on like what he could do. But I did say no, because that's just, that's not the type of system that I run. You know what I mean? Where it's like, spamming my my yeah connections i think that's a great example right (laughs) because i think that that puts us a lot of us in like that hard position because if we think about if we're just real about it Mm -hmm. we think about our podcast those of you who are listening right now you may feel okay let me go share this but then you may ask somebody else to go and share it and they're like Mm, this doesn't fit with my platform, Mm -hmm. right? But even for us, like asking like our friends and family to promote our podcast. Mm -hmm. 
that's a hard conversation to have to yeah. say, you know what? Promoting your music is a different, requires a different platform mm -hmm. than what I'm doing with the podcast. Exactly. And so how can I still show support without mixing the two? Exactly. Because I really didn't want to hurt his feelings either. And that makes me think about like, what feelings come up when we let's let's think about it. What feelings come up when you have to say no? Like there are sometimes when someone asks you something and you're just like, bruh, that's a hard no. You already know before you even respond. And sometimes you have to think about it. But for those moments when you do have to deliver that no, whether it's, you know, I mean, even when you're interviewing people, like I've had to interview people for positions and it's like for job positions and things like that. And it's like, it's tough saying no, because that on the other hand, that person is feeling rejected in some way in some cases. So I guess for me, my question would be like, how do you feel when you are in a situation where you have to say no to someone? Well, most of the time what happens is, is that people feel the biggest feeling that comes up for people is guilt. Guilt. Mm, that's a good one. Like you end up feeling bad mm -hmm. because going back to our Brene Brown quote that we don't want to disappoint them. Yeah. Like we feel bad that we've had to say no. Yeah, I feel bad. I would say even like I get a little like maybe a little anxious. Like I feel I feel something in my body because it's like, oh, damn. I think one of the things that comes up is like, what is this person going to think? I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want to mess up their relationship. I don't want to make this awkward. Like a lot of different things come up there. Um, but I think it's going to be it's powerful when you do get to a place where you can say no with ease and you don't have to worry about all this because that's stressful you know what I mean it's, it's really stressful so I think the other thing that comes up mm -hmm. there's a couple of things yeah so the fear of missing out mm -hmm. that whole FOMO thing yeah that is a more common feeling that yeah. people experience okay of, and it's not just younger generations yeah. right it's not just the teenagers that's yeah. not even though that's a newer term that we're using FOMO yeah it's a feeling that's been around for a long time, right? Mm -hmm. So if we, you know, if we say, if we're afraid to tell our girlfriends, oh yeah, I'm going to miss brunch this weekend, we may go along even though we don't want to because we don't want to miss out because mm -hmm. we know that all the girls, the whole crew is getting together. And even though we know that it's going to cause a strain on us, whatever that strain may look like, yeah. we still say yes because we're afraid to miss out. And that sounds like a no, a conversation where we have to say no to ourselves in a way where it's like you have to kind of have a moment. I talk to myself all the time. Let me just put that out there. I don't respond because I know what they say if you respond to yourself. So I do have conversations with myself. I'm not even going to say they're not out loud because they are, but it's all good. Anyway, so when you say when you're in a situation like that and you're like, oh, I really want to go with them. But it's like, dang, I don't want to miss out. That's a moment where you may have to tell yourself like self. You need to prioritize. You know you need to study. You know you need to like work on that work assignment. You know you need to like go to the you said you were gonna go to the gym and you're gonna have to say no to your friends and say no to yourself, not this time. Right. And so yeah, many situations where we have to say no. I think the other feeling that comes up too is or the other idea that comes up is perfectionism. Ooh, tell me more. So <laughs> <laughs> tell me more. When when it comes to saying no and setting those boundaries, mm -hmm. if saying no for the perfectionist 
if saying no means shattering that image of perfection, or saying no means you know that you won't look like your best self, or that event is not going to be the perfect image that the perfect event that you were looking forward to or that you were trying to plan. If in any way, what it is that you're working towards, you're afraid that it won't be perfect, then you find yourself in a situation where you're saying yes to things and agreeing to do things to make this thing look perfect when really you're hurting yourself in the process. I never thought about that way. That's a really good point. That is really interesting. Hmm. And I guess any other feelings there that you can think of? I think those are the major ones because those are big, right? Yeah, I would agree for sure. FOMO, perfection, anxiety. Yes. Just like stressful. I I had a situation recently, but you know what? Let me tell you the story. So recently I met with one of my coaches and we had such an amazing session. Like our sessions are so dope and we get like teary eyed. I mean, we talk about a lot of sensitive topics and I have these personal breakthroughs and it was such a great session. I am a hugger. I get off in the moment. And I'm like, oh my God. So she was leaving and I was like, and I something told me to just ask her because I like to ask for permission before I just like reach to hug someone or touch someone or anything like that. And so I said to her, I was like, I said, um, I'm a hugger. Can I give you a hug after our session? Because we were like all in the moment. And she said, oh no, I'm okay. Thank you. Or something like that. And I, in that moment, it kind of, because you know how when you go ask someone like, can I give you a hug? You're kind of already got your arms a little open. Right, you're expecting so them to you're say yes. You're kind of yes. expecting it, right? Because sometimes we do that. We we ask someone something, but we expect them to say yes. And I was kind of caught in the moment, and it took me back because I I paused. I was like, "Oh shit!" She said, "No, let me move my hands." So I was like five percent salty, but I was about ninety five percent empowered because I was like, "Yo, I love the way she said that." And she stood she stood firm in what she believes. And I was like, "Yo, that was dope as shit." So next time I see her, I'm gonna tell her like, "I really appreciated you saying no." I recognize that and I'm going to use that in my own life because it, was, it wasn't it was rude. It wasn't disrespectful. She set a boundary with me. And afterward, I was like, oh, shit, that's true. Like, she is, like, we are in a professional space. Like, I guess it wouldn't be appropriate to be, like, hugging up in here because, you know. But people hug in professional spaces. People do. People do. But it was just like. And it's not always appropriate. <laughs> Uh-oh. Just shade. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but no, I thought it was like, it was a really good example for me and it stood out to me. And I just thought about it. And I was like, that was so dope how she did that. I'm so going to do that in my own life. So I think that's a great example because it also talks about that also can be applied to interacting with children. Mm. I remember having a conversation with another psychologist and she was talking about her daughter and how her daughter was like under five at the time. And she was teaching her daughter under five about appropriate boundary setting and she told her daughter that her daughter did not that she did not have to hug anybody that she did not feel comfortable hugging i'm with it and what that did was because you know you go to your family Mm -hmm. at least i know in my family like you walk in the door and that's how you greet people you greet everyone with a hug yes but some people are not okay with touching any type of touching Yes, And so she gave her daughter that permission to say no to people. And she said that there were some adults in the family who were taken aback by Mm -hmm. it at first. But eventually, 
everybody learns to respect it because you're teaching your daughter boundary setting. Exactly. You're teaching her autonomy over her own body as well. There's so many lessons. So many so lessons. So many dope lessons within that 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 young girl is going to be empowered yes. early on. That is, I'm so happy you brought that up because my mom used to do that with me and my sisters. And you, I feel like most of us know what it's like. It's unfortunate, but I feel like it is what it is where you have those, some people in the family, they're usually their uncles and you already know people are like, stay away from, stay away from that one and stuff like that. My mom used to tell us, you don't have to hug anybody. And if anybody does anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, you let them know. And I remember there was this one uncle that used to always, you know, someone gives you a hug, but it's a little too long, like your hand a little too, little too low and it's small on my back or you you coming up behind mm-hmm. whispering, you don't got to do all that. You don't got to do all that. Okay. It's too much. Doing too much. Doing too much. And so she being always being inappropriate. And so I feel like that your friend is so amazing that she told her daughter that because in situations like that, I remember as a young kid, before I really felt empowered to like take my mom's advice, I would just, you're a kid. This is an adult, an authority figure. So I wouldn't say anything because I didn't really know like, what do I say? How do I say to this adult? Can you not do that? You know what I mean? And so- it was very difficult. Now, I don't have a problem with that. And so, yeah, that's important. But I think the helpful piece within that situation was that mom was able to say, to model for mm-hmm. her daughter and back up her daughter. Yes. So when her daughter would say no and any adult in the room was taken aback, mom would be right there to have her back to say she said no. Exactly. She said what she said. She said what she said. Okay. <laughs> no explanations. No justification. She said it. No yes. is a full statement. Yes. Who gonna check her boo? It's like no, I'm playing. Um, <laughs> it's a silly day over here on the Her Space Podcast. Okay, we got the giggles today. So yeah, I think that's really important. I love the topic. I would love to also. I don't know. Maybe we should dive into. I found this really cool article and it has like a few different ways that you can say no. Cause I know for me, even when I do say no, I do add a little justification and explanation in there. Cause I do, I, I care about people's feelings and I know that I might, I know. Didn't I just say? I know, I know. But like, it's a situation where it's like, you know, your cousin's like, can you share my mixtape with your friends? Can you share my mixtape with your pop? I mean, those situations. No. <laughs> I would never in life just sit, you know, I would never in life just send him like a a no. You know, I, I do want to provide a little guidance in those situations, especially because he's like a young guy. Um, but there are different ways. And so I want to just read off this list and feel free to write down whatever resonates with you. Put it in your toolbox. Use it when you need to. But these are just a few ways to say no. And um, if you want to provide some feedback, girl, let's do it. The first is excellent for the scenario that you brought up about the brunch on the weekend. And so it simply says, I can't, I don't have any room in my calendar, or I'm not free. There you go. It's straight to the point. You're not necessarily using the word no, but like you're making it clear that I cannot do this. You can also say, I can't, I'm not interested this time. There you go. It may open the door to a bigger conversation. Mm-hmm. They may try to poke and say, well, why aren't you interested? Why you don't want to go to brunch today, girl? you don't have to continue in that conversation. Mm-hmm. You can say, I'm just no longer interested today. But thank you. End of conversation. That's it. Goodbye. Like, you yes. know what I mean? Yes. Like, Because people ask, 
I feel like people ask questions sometimes and that is them. Like they have a tendency to overstep boundaries. Maybe that's another episode. What to do when people overstep the boundary. We're talking about setting the boundary, but then part B is how not to be that person who's overstepping the boundaries. Oh, that part. I like that. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Another one. Mm-hmm. You don't even got to do that. Let me take that back. You don't have to be apologetic. I can't. I really don't enjoy that work. So if someone wants you to volunteer or like take on another project, you know what? I really don't enjoy doing that. No, thank you. I always like to add a little thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you can be the complete sentence. That could be the complete, complete sentence right there. You don't have to offer an explanation. You there just you say, no, thank you. Let's All right, see. what's our next one? All right, let's see. I'm just kind of skimming to see, okay, what do we want to do? Because they have a lot of extra ones. Um, I need to leave some free time for myself. And I feel like that's not really, I feel like that is a little bit, that's kind of explaining. I don't know. I'm an overshare sometimes. So I like to, I just like to let people know like where I'm at and like, you know, make sure we're on the same page, if that makes sense. So I still, as you can see, I am still a work in progress. This is hard for me. Okay. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, (laughs) I think that that's a great point is that you can't be, you can't go from being that person that always says yes to then you're on that complete opposite extreme saying no to everything. And so there's gotta be some, there is going to be some back and forth. There is going to be some times are going to be some times when you do provide that explanation because you don't completely feel comfortable saying no. Exactly. It takes practice. And I think that's a good tip to point out is that it takes practice saying no. You can try saying it in the mirror. You can try saying it in the car. You can try saying it to things just because, just to try it out. I would agree. And I think also speaking of what you said, just because you have an opening on your calendar or just because you are free doesn't mean you have to fill that space. So if you really don't want to do it, don't. And if someone, and you have to think about it this way. If you say no about something, like let's say, for instance, my coach, when she said, oh no, I'm good. And it was very sweet, but she was very clear. If I would have got mad at her and then would have had an attitude and then would have like wanted to work with a different coach, that would have been more like my shit. You know what I mean? Like she was clear on her boundary, but like if I would have had an attitude and wanted to be stinking, it's like, yo, I got to check myself. Like, why? So if someone makes you feel bad for you saying no and setting a boundary, you really have to question that relationship. You know what I mean? Right. And that, that goes back to what we were saying about next episode can be how to accept no from others. Ooh. Like, what does that mean when you're the person who is overstepping the boundaries? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Because I've definitely experienced that with my siblings. Being as though, like, I, you know, helped raise them. I had to be, like, their parent for a long time. And they got older. Now I was like, oh, you don't have to listen to me all. Like, I mean, you still got to respect me. But you don't have to listen to me and do what I say. And I have to now respect you and your boundaries. So, for me, that's a very interesting dynamic of. Ooh, I know my sisters are out there saying, Dom, I hope you paying attention. (laughs) For real, right? I know my siblings are probably like, yeah, remember that next time when you. Yeah, so that's. um, Okay, let me just share another example. My little sister's, I don't know if she's going to listen, but she, um, it's her birthday. It was her birthday earlier this month. And she wanted me to order her something from this online store that many of us probably know, but we're not getting paid, so I'm not going to shout them out. No, 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 no free promo. No free promo. So she asked me to order her this shirt and so this outfit. And I was like, all right, it's your birthday. I usually try to do that for my siblings when I can. 
So I look at the outfit and I was like, all right, the jeans are cool. But I was like, yo, I'm not ordering you this top because your boobies gonna be showing. I'm not doing that because it's like a little, little too much cleavage. And she was like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, uh-uh, I'm not doing. You ain't about to one get me in trouble, and I'm not about to have you out here looking like no. I ain't gonna say the word that I used, but I said a little something, something. And she was like, okay, I'm gonna look for another one. And then later I got her different shirt and she's like, oh, I went back to that other shirt and I'll see what you're talking about. I didn't see it before, but I had to say no to her. And that was an instance where it was like, it was appropriate because I'm not about to have her looking like she about to go walk the streets. What do they call them back in the day? Night walkers. Street walkers. Yeah. We're not about to do that. So, you know, sometimes you do have to say no to your siblings. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you do. And I think even as I was listening to that situation, like, what was coming up for me was what if that's what she really wanted right she's underage Uh, (laughs) that's the part i left out she's underage i left that part out and see okay and so but i think that brings up (laughs) a real point though of like that there that sometimes there are parameters and there are legit reasons Mm -hmm. why we really should be saying no exactly for sure and then Again, it's about thinking about like what what boundaries are important for us yeah. and why are they important for mm-hmm. us. So when we're trying to figure out like, okay, do I really want to say no yeah. to this event or to this activity? Why do I want to say no? And even if you don't share that with the person, like just getting clear with it Within on yourself. yourself. Whether you're like, I'm tired. I don't feel like it. Okay, that's cool, boo. That's you. That's, that's okay. But sometimes you don't want to like hurt the person that you're saying yes to. When you say yes to something, you don't even have the capacity to take it on. Because that could just make things even worse. Because then you don't show up and you're not as present as you could be. Maybe you have an attitude. So that just, when we say yes to things and commit to things that we really don't want to do, it could just snowball into something way bigger and the thing that it it brings up further is how to really check in with other boundaries that maybe you could be setting to make your life feel a little bit less stressful right Mm -hmm. so if you're saying going off of the example that you just gave like maybe i'm saying no because i'm tired well why am i tired like let me step back use this as an opportunity to examine what is happening in my life that I'm finding myself feeling so tired. And if I'm feeling so tired, when I'm looking at the things that I'm doing, are there other areas where I can be saying no, or I can be making modifications so that I'm not tired every weekend and missing out on brunch with my girlfriends? Mm -hmm. Because brunch with your girlfriends might be that thing that kind of pours into you like we were talking about in a previous episode Mm -hmm. that's deep that's good that's some that's some deep that's that that's that's that psychology right there (laughs) i love it no that's a really good point i didn't even think about that it all ties in together like you you can find yourself in a spiral of self-examination absolutely and one thing I just want to, not to be all over the place, but I told you this is a silly episode today. We have the giggles and everything. But I thought about something um, that we didn't really touch on. And we talked about like setting physical boundaries when someone like does something on a physical level. One thing I've gotten good at as well is there are people that are just touchy-feely people. And sometimes you don't even have to say no. 
what I've started to do is if someone touches me and I don't want to be touched, I move their hand. So literally this happened. I was somewhere and this guy, I literally don't, I don't even know who this guy was. It was like a random, was it networking? It was somewhere and it was, yeah, I can't remember. It was somewhere and he looked at, kind of like reached over. I think he like touched my shoulder and I picked up his hand off my shoulder and just moved it. And he got the picture real quick. Like, don't put your hand on my shoulder. I'm good. And I didn't have to say anything. It was more so meeting him where he thought he was going to meet me at. And I was like, uh-uh, we ain't even doing that. So that could be something too, being phys- like physical in a safe way, if that makes sense. So talk to me a little bit more about that because mm-hmm. like, I know that that happens a lot in workplace settings mm-hmm. where, or networking events, like professional settings, yeah. where our job might be dependent on this interaction, yeah. right? Yeah. And in that instance, you were able to like set that boundary yeah. by politely, and it, it sounds like it wasn't even aggressive. You just no, politely it was picked very his polite. hand up. I think I might have smiled as I did it. Like, <laughs> no, thank you. And, and you removed his hand. Mm-hmm. But my guess is that's not the first time you've done that. I don't think so. Can you think about a time when you didn't do it? And how did that make you feel? Um, let me think. Well, honestly, I'm, I would consider myself to be a touchy-feely person, like just like a nurturing person. And so even I have colleagues, we might like give each other hugs and things like that at work. And so I'm okay with that. But it's when it's someone that I either don't know, like this person, I didn't really know that person well, or it's just a creepy person. Like, you know, sometimes you get a vibe, you get a vibe and you're like, okay, you're not just, this is not like an innocent, just cordial sort of friendly thing. Like you're being a creep right now. Yep. Your I feel survival like instincts your kick survival. in and let you know. Exactly. And in those situations... I feel like that's when I'm able to, that's when it kicks in for me. But um, I got to think about that, Dom. I, I'm going to have to pay attention. I feel like now that we're talking about it, I'm sure next week someone's going to try me and I'm going to have to do it. And then I'll have to tell you next time, like, girl, let me tell you. But I can't think of anything at the moment. Um, but I don't like those situations. It is still uncomfortable, but I still push myself to advocate for myself. So what's kind of going through your mind at that time where you're like, is there like maybe like a phrase or something that comes to mind that says, I got to do this? Like mm-hmm. something that kind of motivates you to to stand up for yourself in those uncomfortable moments? The first thing that came to mind when you just asked me that was WTF. Like, okay, what the F <laughs> was the first thing that came to mind? Like, why is this person's hand on me? And then from there, it's like, what am I going to do? And I think for me as well, like being someone that is an abuse survivor, there are certain people I don't want to touch. Some touches just don't feel good. And it it, it's, it can be like traumatizing or um, triggering. And so for me, that's like a fight or flight kind of comes in mm-hmm. where I feel a certain way on the inside. Um, but that just depends, again, on like the, the instinct. So what kind of vibe am I getting? But yet, I'm going to have to pay more attention to that to think about like what's going through my mind when that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think oftentimes like you raise a, an important point that I think we'll probably have to touch on in a new episode yeah. of boundary setting for survivors. Mm-hmm. Because that can yeah. probably, not probably, I know that oftentimes that can look a lot different mm-hmm. than some of the situations that we've talked about in today's episode. Yeah, that's a good point. Cause I even work with students and like when I go to speaking engagements, 
me and the students, we vibe. Like, you know, these are sometimes middle school, high school, or college students. We vibe. Sometimes there are tears. And I've had to remind myself, even though I have like good intentions, my intentions are pure. And so if we're, if they're sharing something with me, I want to touch their shoulder. I had a student come up and share a traumatizing experience with me after a speech and I wanted to give her a hug. And so now I'm like reminding myself, ask to touch because I don't want to, I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable, even though I'm coming from a good place. And so that's something I'm mindful of in those moments for sure, where it's like, can I put my hand on your shoulder? Can I give you a hug? Is that okay? And if they say no, obviously respecting their space, but just not being that person that doesn't give them a choice and re-traumatizing them. So that's a really good point. We we should definitely cover that. And I think, you know, when we kind of think about all the ways that we've talked about boundaries, we've Mm -hmm. talked about boundaries in a multitude of different ways and how they come up for us in today's episode. Mm -hmm. So I hope that you all were able to like stick along with us for the ride and really keep up and share some of the laughs with us. Yes. And mm-hmm. if you go to our show notes, I promise we will have it in order for you so that you will know exactly what tips are going to really be helpful for you in learning to just say no. Just say no because no is a complete sentence. It does not require justification or explanation. Thanks for joining us today in Her Space. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but it is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast or check out our website at HerSpacePodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I am not defined by where I come from or what happened to me. I get to create my own destiny. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week, ladies.